The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, bio-based products, new solutions for pest control along with increased plant health and increased crop yields, all using a patent portfolio. We've got details. Oh, and I love these new pesticides, Pim, because they're not harmful to bees, and bees are so important. If they disappear, ooh, look out, planet Earth. Well, let's get to the newsroom now. Charlie Pellet is back with a Bloomberg Business Flash. And uh, thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, Pim. We've got stocks buzzing higher right now with the S&P up 10 to 2185, a gain there of 5 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 25 to 52.29, a gain of 5 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 116 points to 18,006. 611, a gain there of six-tenths of one percent. Stocks trading in record territory after a batch of surprising earnings. Macy's, for example, surging 17.5% after it beat estimates. Retailers leading gains in U.S. stocks. Energy companies rallying along with the price of crude. West Texas Intermediate Crude up 3.9%, up $1.61 a barrel to $43.32. What about the interest rate environment, Kate? Warren is investment strategist at Edward Jones, and she spoke this morning with Tom Keene on Bloomberg Surveillance. I think inflation is beginning to pick up, and we actually will see long-term rates start to rise as bond markets reflect slightly higher inflation rates. But I think the Fed is very much waiting for better economic growth and better right. job numbers. We've got the tenure down 21.30 seconds. The yield there, 1.56%. Records in U.S. stocks getting harder for strategists to ignore. Wells Fargo become uh, becoming just the second of 21 firms tracked by Bloomberg to raise its target for the S&P 500 index since the measure surged past the group's average year-end prediction a month ago. Gina Martin-Adams, the bank's chief U.S. equity strategist, now expects the benchmark for U.S. Stocks declined to 2,200 in 12 months. Again, the S&P 500 index now at 2,185, up today by five tenths of one percent. Gold down eight dollars the ounce to 1,339, a drop of six tenths of one percent. 3.32 on Wall Street now. The other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Elisa Parenti. This news update is brought to you by Blue Jeans Enterprise Video Cloud. See faces, emotions, energy. See the people. Your team's video from any device. Start a free 30-day trial at BlueJeans.com and click the radio mic. Blue Jeans work smarter. Connect better. Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton unveiled her economic plan in Michigan today. Clinton took the chance to attack her Republican rival. I know my opponent in this election was here in Michigan about a week ago, and it was like he was in a different place when he visited Detroit on Monday, he talked only of failure, poverty, and crime. 
He is missing so much about what makes Michigan great. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is pledging to limit what he called horrible regulations facing the home builder industry. Today in Miami, he talked about the difficulty for prospective buyers to get mortgages. He also called for a major simplification of the tax code. Swedish prosecutors will get to question WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange about rape allegations. They'll meet at Ecuador's embassy in London, where Assange has been holed up since 2012. He won't go to Sweden, fearing extradition to the U.S. And New York is awarding more than $8 million in legal help for people who have been denied federal disability benefits. State officials say the federal appeals process can be difficult. But 73 percent of those who receive legal help in New York recently were awarded federal disability benefits. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Elisa Parenti. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And we're brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR. ETF. Again, recapping stocks trading at a record. S&P up 11 to 2186, a gain of five tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Are you one of many, not only Americans, but people around the world who are concerned about pesticides, about chemicals on the food that is grown to take to their table for dinner. Well, if you are concerned about that, and if you're an investor as well, you might want to be very focused on our next guest. Enter Biopesticides and Dr. Pam Marone. She's founder and CEO of Marone Bio Innovation. She's joining us today from Davis, California, which is about 20 minutes from Sacramento, a very important agricultural area of this country. Dr. Marone, welcome. Thank you. So first of all, tell us, what are biopesticides? So these are naturally occurring products. They're derived from natural substances. Could be naturally occurring bacteria or mold or uh, extracts of plants. And they're non-toxic, low risk. What are they made of? I mean, so they could be um, an actual plant that you extract from. So you could dry, take a, like we have a product that actually is from knotweed. And you dry the knotweed, you harvest the knotweed wild, you dry it, and then you put it in a big vat of alcohol and, um, hot alcohol, and then, and then for 30 minutes, you come out, um, an extract, um, like, like you're making a tincture, you know, for your own self from lavender or something like that. But then these pesticidal compounds, natural products that come out of that extract, you can spray on the crop and ward off powdery mildews and increase your growth and yields of crops. Can we just put aside the technology and the science for just a second? I want to ask a little bit about the financials of the company. Why go public at this stage? Because, I mean, looking at the stock, it's down about 26% year to date, and it's got a market cap of about $20 million. Why go public at such a point? Wouldn't it? I always thought the company would go public after they were uh, uh, larger, more profitable, and, and, and had a wider distribution network. So when we went public in 2013, things looked great for the company and, um, you know, all systems go. And we thought we could, um, uh, we'll be the pure, we're only a pure play, we're the only pure play biopesticide company on the market and it would give us greater access to capital and grow faster. And um, uh, then there were a series of events that uh, uh, 
caused a, a restatement of the of the of our financials, and I don't really want to get into that, and uh, uh, drove the stock down. Um, so it took a little uh, rebuilding of the company, and which is where we are today. And we're building momentum upon some negative past events, and we're back. So who who are your competitors in this field? Uh, well, we have some very large companies. They would be like Bayer and. BASF and DuPont. And they're also developing biopesticides. They're selling chemicals, but they have some of them have made acquisitions of biopesticide companies because of the growth in this segment in that you can't meet all of customer needs with chemicals. For example, um, global movement of food, that foods get moved around globally, and uh, consumers don't like chemical pesticide residues on their food. So our products can be used right up to harvest, and you don't have to worry about chemical residues because they don't leave chemical residues. So, so that provides an opportunity where a chemical can't. As far as uh, the business of uh, these kinds of uh, bio uh, products, does it really depend on having the right patent uh, library? All of the products in this industry are generally patented, so there's an extreme amount of intellectual property and patents behind our products, so we actually do patent the uh, substance, the naturally occurring substance that we find, so someone can't then just take it and duplicate it. Yeah. So where do you go next? Do you, do you continue to expand what you have? Uh, do you develop new products? Is it marketing? Well, it seems to me, like as I said, there's a growing demand for this kind of product, right? There it, is. Hugely growing. I, to, to me, it's kind of hyperbolic. So what do you, how do you capture that? Well, it is come, it does come down with our products. So we focus on what are unmet needs in the marketplace. So what do the growers want? And that would be um, new solutions for something like nematodes. Nematodes are roundworms that feed on the roots of plants. So we, our discovery operation swung into action, and we discovered a bacteria, a new species, that produces substances that kill these roundworms. So you can apply it in the soil, and it gives a healthier plant and kills the nematodes and much better yield of more fruit and more vegetables. So it comes through innovation. So that's our company. By having... Uh, multiple products and kill insects, kill nematodes, kill plant diseases. And we are working on a weed killer, which is really important for both organic and um, traditional farming because for organic, one of the reasons the cost of organic is so high is because the cost of weed control. It's really hard with organic. And then on the, the traditional side, weeds have developed resistance to the chemical herbicides, and we're going to try to solve that solution as well. Thank you very much for coming in and uh, giving us this insight into a new and, uh, we hope, burgeoning market. Dr. Pam Marone is the founder and the chief executive of Marone Bio Innovations. They are based in Davis, California. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes. Coming up, we'll be speaking about your money. We've got Oliver Chen. He is the senior retail analyst at Cowan & Company. We're going to give you some detail about retail. Macy's, the shares higher today by more than 15% after announcing that they will close about 100 stores. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer, the Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned Sales Event. This month, take advantage of limited-time offers on the vehicle of your dreams. Learn more at mbsway.com. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. 
Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.